American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Okay, let's get into it. Sunday Night Football right around the corner. And, you know, lo and behold, these afternoon games playing out like I thought they would. But, you know, the Chargers. You bring out Justin Herbert, who clearly cannot play at 100%. He's barely at 70 and are getting thumped by the Jaguars and still leaving him in there. You are down three scores late third quarter as I'm recording this, and you still have him in the game. It doesn't make any sense. What are what are you trying to prove? Brandon Staley. You are one of the worst coaches in the league. You're the, you're clearly the most overrated because the amount of defenders you have for using analytics, and I, I'm sorry, there are a lot of g- talented people online uh, who are good writers, good uh, broadcast analysts, defending Brandon Staley last year, and I kept saying, this, is the, this guy does not know what he's doing. Folks keep uh, uh, saying he's good, and he's not. I just... You know, I'm tired of it. I am so tired of this. It's nonsense. This dude is not good at his job. He has the most loaded roster in the league. There's no way the Chargers should be getting their asses kicked that badly by Jacksonville. I thought, you know, they could lose the game to Jacksonville. Getting blown out completely. If Justin Herbert wasn't ready to go, Chase Daniel needed to be brought up to speed to run the offense to the ability that you should have felt confident that Chase Daniel could figure out a way of game managing to win the game. There is no purpose of rushing Justin Herbert back at 60 to 65% and just try to run basic stuff that is rudimentary offense, getting the ball out, just doing very short dump offs because they can't actually they can't actually do anything. They cannot do anything offensively. Every short, uh, uh, every dump off to Austin Eckler is like just being covered like white on rice because he has no depth. Everyone knows he's not doing anything. It's it's a mess. The Chargers offense is a complete and utter mess. And there's no way that this team should have taken the field with Justin Herbert with him that limited as a passer, it is coaching malpractice. It, 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 like, there's nothing else to say. 
at least with Arizona, they're competing defensively. Offensively, they were a mess because the Rams are a terrible matchup for them. L.A., the Chargers could have beaten the Jags today. They could have beaten the Jags today, even with Chase Daniel. It would have been hard, but there are ways of working around the, the capabilities of your quarterback and prepping an offensive game plan. The Chargers basically played this game hoping Justin Herbert at 60 to 65% would figure out a way of getting it done. It's just like, a, this is a joke. It's an absolute joke that the, Justin Herbert was actually uh, put out there today because he, he, got, he got thrown to the wolves by his own coaching staff because they don't know how to do their job. That, like, that's, that's the long and short of it. The Chargers coaching staff does not know how to win NFL games without uh, superior talent. That, that, that's all you need to know. Bottom line. So let's get into Sunday Night Football. So you got the Broncos hosting the 49ers. The 49ers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. This is, this, is the, this is the long and short of it. You know, Russell Wilson is in Denver and might be in one of the worst team situations possible because he's got a head coach who's clearly in over his head. The Daniel Hackett's offense, and the Daniel Hackett, son of Paul Hackett, not a very good offensive coordinator, mind you. The Daniel Hackett got this job because he was close to Matt LaFleur uh, being in his coaching tree, and people thought, because of his closeness to Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers liked the Daniel Hackett, that the Daniel Hackett would be able to lure Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Clearly, that didn't happen because Aaron Rodgers wanted the bag of money, got the bag from Green Bay, and stayed there. So, Denver got a coach that wasn't qualified for the job because they were trying to get a player that they didn't get. They got Russell Wilson in here. This offense looks to be a complete and utter dumpster fire. There's no nice way of saying it. It's a complete and utter dumpster fire so what do we what do we do we got jimmy g on the other side for the 49ers and jimmy g will never impress you with anything he does he is strictly a game manager but he knows how to game manage they're just gonna run the ball jimmy will throw a couple of short passes to debo and brandon Ayuk. and now that we know george kittle's there we can uh, we can put a slot in George Kittle because all they're going to do is just pepper everyone with short five yard passes. They're not going to overcomplicate it for Jimmy. They're going to run the basic offense. Kyle Shanahan isn't happy because he wanted Trey Lance. He wanted to add a different dimension to the offense, and he's just going to have to live with the limited dimensions of his offense and just run the dink and dunk and run the football and punt the ball accordingly when they can't manage the field position game. That's literally what this 49ers offense is going to do. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw short passes. They're going to they're not going to get a ton of yards receiving, but they'll get a ton of catches. So from a PPR standpoint on DraftKings, that's basically what we're going to f- kind of fall into. Jeff Wilson is not going to get the full share of uh, the work from the running back position most likely. So we, I'm going to find some other names, but like Jordan, uh, uh, I think his name's Jordan Wilson. Uh, yeah, Jordan Wilson, <laughs> like it's going to be 
uh, a potential uh, running back uh, of sorts for the 49ers, like the third, possibly the second string, maybe the third string, but he's going to get some run because that's how the 49ers are going to uh, operate. The Broncos are going to get sacks uh, on Jimmy G. Like, you know, it is what it is. He's Jimmy G. But the thing is, I don't know where Russ is going to be productive from an offensive standpoint. The Broncos offense looks broken. And I can say, you know, we can say that, you know, it's, it's, it's early, but the Broncos look so dysfunctional because they didn't play any preseason. Everyone's trying to figure it out. The 49ers actually have a good defense. So this is not a game where you want to be trying to figure it out on the fly, which is what uh, what the Broncos essentially are trying to do. They're trying to figure it out on the fly and against a team that's just going to run the ball like they do, but knows what they want to do. You got a team that knows what they want to do and a team that's trying to figure out what they want to do. And I, I just don't, I don't see why we should get cute with this. I expect the 49ers to win. We're going to run this when, uh, you know, uh, we're going to run this where we're, we're going to take some 49er captains. You could take Debo Samuel and you take George Kittle in the captain. You can even play Jeff Wilson in the captain if you want. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't recommend playing Jimmy G in the captain because, as I said, Jimmy G has a very limited ceiling. But he will be useful enough in the flex that you can play him. But Jeff Wilson is AK on uh, DraftKings in the showdown lineups. Debo is 11,400, and George Kittle is 7,400. I'm probably going to run with George Kittle and the captain, play Debo and Jeff Wilson, play Jimmy G, and then most likely... Because most people will play, even with the the guys I listed out, will play Russell Wilson. I'll probably play Cortland Sutton. The reason why is that I expect Russ to kind of try to throw the ball uh, and try to do something on offense, and that plays more into Cortland Sutton getting a couple of pass catches uh, during the game. But the reason why I don't like uh, trying to trying to force anything else with this Broncos offense is Jerry Judy has been a non-factor. Javante Williams, yes, they want to run the ball, but the problem is, and we 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 can talk about it all we want, but the truth of the matter is that at the end of the day, we are. Just uh, we're just going to be in in a situation where I don't think the 49ers are going to give the Broncos much of anything to work with. I don't I really don't see how the Broncos are going to manufacture that much on offense. It's just this looks to be like kind of a mess. I, I don't I don't I really don't know how the Broncos are going to put up points in this game. Like, I'm I'm struggling. Uh, you could say let Russ cook, but it's like, it's going to be more like let Russ, like, not uh, throw picks because uh, the, the over-under is 44 and a half. I think we probably hit the under here. 
I think the 49ers grind this game and that we get to like a 24 to 13 type game. I'm I'm struggling to see where the Broncos score a ton of points here. It, it's like I just it, it's it's just one of those things where I mean, we we can talk about it, but man, this is just I I just don't see I don't really see where the 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 uh, I don't see it. I I don't see it. I don't see it where I I just don't see it. And like I I keep I keep stammering because like I'm trying to put together a game script where I see the Broncos very well offensively, and I just don't see it. The Forty ers defense is solid across the board. You would want to be able to uh, have uh, Russ throw intermediate passing routes, crossing routes to disrupt the 49ers secondary, uh, which is where they're vulnerable. But the problem is they haven't been able to figure out from an offensive standpoint how to move the ball or block efficiently enough to run any long, like, developing play. Like, the, the Broncos offense literally has been the worst-looking offense in the NFL this season, which is saying something because you have the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, whatever he's trying to do with the Carolina Panthers offense, and running Christian McCaffrey into the ground. Man, Christian McCaffrey, the, the Panthers are, are, are regretting probably not trading Christian McCaffrey at this point because – they traded for Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield has somehow made every single player on the Carolina Panthers worse, <laughs> which is which is really which is something to, to behold. How Christian McCaffrey, like how every single player, like on the Panthers, looks worse because they have Baker Mayfield as, as a quarterback. It really is truly like it, it, it's actually it's actually impressive. How how crappy of a job Baker has done as a quarterback. Baker threw for 170, I think it's 173 yards total today. Threw for 173 yards total today, 70 of which came from a a running catch from LaVisca Chenault, where he took an eight-yard pass and ran it for like 68 or like 70 yards for a touchdown to give Baker his touchdown pass. Like, that's it for Baker. Like. Baker was under 50% completion. He was 12 of 25. I don't understand how Baker could actually make the Panthers offense worse than it was last year, but somehow he has. It's impressive. So, yes, I know we're supposed to be talking about Sunday Night Football, but what I'm saying is when you have broken offenses in the NFL and the Panthers are a broken offense, and I'm telling you that the Broncos might actually be worse somehow because. In this matchup, the Broncos likely are not going to be able to run the football. If the Broncos can't run the football, and it just comes down to them trying to pass it, then they look pretty much like the Carolina Panthers when Baker's uh, running the offense because Baker just wants to pass, and they can't do anything efficiently passing-wise because of Baker. Now, I'm not saying that Russ is Baker at this point. What I'm saying is the way this the pass plays are set up for the Broncos is inherently dysfunctional right now because the offensive line looks out of out of sync. 
they're not they're not on their blocks correctly. The 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 route trees look simplistic at best. It's very simple. It seems to be very simple offense to defend against. To be perfectly blunt with you, uh, Hackett looks completely out of sorts. I I don't know how else to say this. I think the 49ers win this game. And I can't even say that they win it convincingly because it's Jimmy G. So realistically, it's just going to be a low scoring game. But I don't see where the Broncos score 17 points out of this game. I think 17 would be the best case scenario for the Broncos. So could you play 49ers defense? Yes, you could. The only problem with playing 49ers defense is that I think the way the Broncos are going to run their offense is to avoid Russ turning the ball over and Russ avoiding getting sacked. So without getting sacks and without getting turnovers, it makes it hard for a defense to score well enough fantasy-wise on showdown. Plus, I think between both teams, there's going to be enough guys catching short dump-off passes that the pass-catching route is the way to go. I just don't know whom on the Broncos, whether it's uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, or Albert uh, Obungawange. Uh, I, I just don't know who's going to catch the majority of the passes. So th- that's where my concern is. I, I just think that there's just going to be enough guys. I just think, you know, the 49ers know what they want to do. Broncos still try to figure it out, and it's that simple. So. To me, this is a clear-cut game. Broncos win. I mean, oh, God. Uh, 49ers win. Broncos look completely out of sorts. I'll probably do mostly 5-1 builds on the 49ers side and just load up on pass catchers and alternate between AU, Kittle, and Debo Samuel in the captain. But primarily, it's going to be Kittle and Debo Samuel. Um, AU is going to be a differential off of those two guys. but. Realistically, I expect uh, Debo to lead in terms of total points, raw points. But because of the salary savings you get with Kittle and Ayuk, you could have those lineups somehow beat out uh, what you're going to get from uh, the Debo captain lineups because it'll limit what you can do from an upside standpoint. But, man, it's just... It's hard to actually say anything nice about this. Like, this game is likely going to suck. I'm just, I'm just being perfectly honest with you, folks. It, it, it's like, you want exciting games for Sunday Night Football. Trey Lance might have made things interesting from the 49ers side, but because this Broncos offense is so much worse than anyone could have actually anticipated, I, I don't know what else you, you could say about this game. You know? Maybe somehow uh, uh, these teams surprise, but I doubt it. Uh, I, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty much across the board. You're going to get a lot of punts in this game. So anyway, I'm going to get out and out of here. Uh, yeah, just expect a lot of short passes and uh, 49ers win, but that's all I got for a take. So I'm going to get out and out of here. Best of luck, folks. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.